Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Knights versus the Dolphins. Dolphins defeat the Knights 36-20. to 20. Uh, The Dolphins have become just the third expansion team to taste victory in each of their opening three games. Uh, it's uh, The loss was the first time Newcastle have failed to win their opening home game of the year since 2014. Dolphin forwards Kafusi was put on report twice and spent 10 minutes in of the final 11 in the sin bin. Just on that, um, he's fighting the charge. And if he, it's not like a not guilty, he's just fighting to get it downgraded. And according to this, if he gets down a grade, he'll be able to play against the Broncos. I hope he does. Okay, we'll get straight into wow. it then. The Kafusi call. We were doing the show and I was watching it, so maybe I'm wrong. But I thought it was a 50-50. I don't know how he could have pulled out of the tackle. I thought in slow-mo, it looks worse than it is. If you want to give a penalty, yeah. 10 in the bin. I don't think so. I think we're getting way too willy-nilly with his 10 in the bin. Like, we are way too ready to just send a bloke to just sin bin him. It was only two years ago where sin binnings were like once a, fucking, once a month. Uh, I think we're getting way too willy-nilly with it. As I said, I can understand if there was consistency, but Suwali'i only a couple of weeks ago... Hit Charles Nugget-Klukstad in the back. Could definitely have pulled out of the tackle. It was definitely late. It was a rush of blood. He only gets a fine. Whereas this gets done as a grade two. Whereas I think Suwali, he was a grade one. I think Kafuzi's been hard done by. Yes, he's got history. But that shouldn't come into the call on a footy field. Like, And we'll talk about the Rabbitohs as well. With Cheekham getting sent for 10 in the bin. When he didn't even he wasn't even the third man in. It was actually like Cam Murray was the first one to go in. And then that butcher joint. Anyway... I don't think history should matter when it comes to calls on the field. Yes, Kafusi's got a pass, so he's going to get... He'll get that pass in the judiciary. So that will take care of that. But on the field, I don't know if I agree with the call, to be honest. I think the three works is outrageous, and there's obviously prize and stuff to go into it, but I I 
couldn't believe three weeks. Do you agree with 10 in the bin? I can understand. I wouldn't have done it, but I don't think it's outrageous as the three weeks. Agreed, agreed. And I just think that, um, like, I'm all for protecting halves, and I understand that, I get that, but... I'm sorry, if Jackson Hastings dummies that ball, what's Felice meant to do? I know. Just meant it's to crazy. hold off and wait until they make mm. that. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. And I heard, and you know, I've got all the respect in the world for Joey Johns. I heard his argument about it the other day that Jackson had released the ball. That's, that's a millisecond. Yeah. It literally is a millisecond. It's a millisecond. I don't know. I, I, and, you know, I, I, obviously Joey's got uh, um, a horse in the race being the Newcastle Knights and whatnot, but I don't understand where Felice Cafusi was meant to – he can't disappear. He can't mm. – I think Joey said, oh, he should just put, just put his hands out to stop him. You're going at full pace. Even watch the angle his body was on. He couldn't stop himself. He was committed to the tackle. Committed to the tackle, exactly right, as he should be. Mm. If Jackson dummies and he hits him and he drops the ball, we're all sitting there going, Felice's building culture at the Dolphins, how good's this? Yeah. What, what like, no, it's, he did it the last two weeks on Hudson Young and Brandon Smith, and we all sat here and said, how good's that? Well done. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't understand it. I Honestly, like, what is Kafusi supposed to be like, are you going to pass it? Are you gonna, like, then there can be no aggressive defense. Whenever a seven gets the ball, you can't be aggressive because you have to wait to see whether they pass it and then you've got to slide back and just hold on to them. Yeah, and I'll, I'll throw to you because I thought you said it perfectly the other day as we got off the plane about that's what separates halves. And I know that Jackson wasn't digging into the line on that mm. play, but that's where it starts to matter because that's what separates halves. Yeah, exactly right. The, the ability to play deep into the line and create that space and, and force defenders to, to turn in on them. And... The softer halves in the game, they won't do that because they don't want to be hit late and they're not willing to. So you just got to find that the balance between it. I, I even thought Felice Kafusi on this. I'm exact same as you boys. I think the suspension length is ridiculous. I probably wouldn't have given it a Simbin, but I understand it. Mm. I genuinely believe, like, if he wanted to completely wail on him there, he could have. I thought he like hit him, and because he'd seen it, he'd given it. It was the last minute. The the tackle was in motion. You can't pull out of it. But I thought he like you see him lift his arm up as if he had softened it yep. at the last second. So I don't think he could have done a heap heap more there and I think Obi doesn't get his what three to four weeks. Well the thing is is like if the standard was set and this is what we're doing now where like if the halfback turns his back at all, you just cannot hit it, then then I'd be like, Okay, I guess that's the standard. But like literally last week, Charles Clarkstead got jammed in the back super late. And we were like, fine. I was okay with that. Chance was fine. Sula'i, fine. You know, heat of the battle. Everyone's okay. Let's move on from it. But then the next week we come out and he gets 10 in the bin and a penalty. And I agree with you boys. Like, do, would have I sent him 10 in the bin? No, I wouldn't have sent him 10 in the bin. But it's not outrageous because, like, we're trying to protect the ball players, rah, rah. But playing this stuff in slow motion, I just don't understand that either. It should be all played. Whenever we see a play like that, it should be played in normal motion so that we can get a gauge for what was the split-second decision with that. And I agree with you, Timmy. You know, a lot of people aren't going to like to hear this, but I I did feel like he was slightly trying to pull out Mm. in the last second. He still hit him. There's no denying that. But isn't that what is part of being a good seven? Is like you're going to get hit sometimes. And if we create an environment where the sevens – almost become like quarterbacks in the NFL to a degree where you just can't touch them. You can't go near them in the NFL now. Like you can't yeah. go near them. And so it's like we're taking away what makes the great halves great. Like you said, Timmy, it's like why was Thurston so loved? Because this little fella playing for the Cowboys 
would go so deep into the line every single time and he'd just bounce straight back up as soon as he got jammed. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that we should be, like, stoked with players getting jammed and we shouldn't protect him. Yes, protect him. But, like, the Kafusi situation, three weeks. Yes, he's got loading, but grade two for that, I just think it's, it's a think bit silly. I think that's We're sitting here... I think that we're, we're probably all against so much is just because it was three weeks. It's like, mm. if it had been one week of Symbian, we'd be like, all right, not, not thrilled with it, but three weeks just seems intense. And three weeks if he takes the charge. Yeah, it's four weeks four, if he yeah. fights it and loses. Just for clarity, it's, yeah, it's three weeks. If he had a fully clean record, it still would have been one week with the early play because his third offence, uh, it was three weeks. Yeah. True, I, so yeah, the loading coming into it, obviously. The loading yeah. comes, I, st- I still don't think it was 10 of the bin. I'm, I, honestly, I don't. But I don't think it's outrageous. I would have rather... If, if he gets 10 in the bin, then that's punishment enough, in my opinion. I can't believe it's grade two. I think that's outrageous. How is that... How, you can't get any... like That's the most minuscule one I've ever seen, I think. It's, yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was a poor call. And, um, and it's where if you're going this hard on this sort of stuff... I'm coaching my sevens to this. I'm going, anyone touches you, you hit the deck. Yeah, hit the deck. You stay hit the down. deck 100%. You stay there. Until the ref does something. Because they will, you're a halfback. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and you know what? Go as deep as you want into the line. And turn your back as yeah. much as you possibly can. Like, And you just won't be getting hit. So, I don't know. I think it's a bit... It's people watching the game that have never... Well, maybe they have been out there. And so, apologies if they have. But when you're on the field, these things happen so quickly. You don't have time to think. You don't have time to be like, is he going to pass it? Is he not going to pass it? All you're thinking is, Hastings is running overs. I'm going to get to him. And then he happened to part anyway. And as a result, we could lose just one of the absolute stars of the new franchise the first three weeks. The heart and soul of him, I think you'd say, could lose him for four weeks. It's just kills you. Over something that's like so... like Long time. I'd understand if it was like a swinging arm to the head or like, you know, he picked up someone and put dumped him on the head. But this was something that's like a split second mm. decision, you know? Like it's yep. not... Anyway. Um, Facings was a front row forward. I don't reckon we're talking about it. Well, like... <laughs> chance. Like if he because he's a four fullback. If Chance was a seven, he Suwali he probably gets. Mm. I don't know. Again, I th- I thought Suwali was was way later. It was heaps later, and it was just a brain explosion. He just was wanted to be aggressive. I've had people sending me screenshots of that moment with Hastings, where he's released the ball and the ball's that far away from the gun. It's a meter out of his hands. I'm like, if you were to pass someone a football, how long do you think it takes a ball to travel three meters, let alone one? Yeah. <laughs> It's outrageous. And also, like, you, it's a meter out of his hand. So what, you're, you think that in half a second, not even half a second, like 0.25 of a second, you think Kafusi is going to be like, oh, it's out of his hand, and be able to pull his whole body in a different direction when he's literally sprinting off the line. Anyway, let's get on to it. Dolphins defeat the Knights. Um, 36-20. Look, I thought the Knights were gallant for most of this game. Uh, but at the end of the day, Dolphins go three for three, and we're all sitting here going... Wow, wow. Like, it is unbelievable what they're achieving. Uh, you know, they were without Jeremy Marshall King away and they got the job done. They're also missing a front row. Jared rower, Wallace. Jared Wallace. Like, yes, it's only three games and that's the disclaimer, guys. It's, it's a long season. We get that out of the way. But the first test they've got of their depth, even though it was against an understrength night side, it's still away. They still got the job done. They're running with a back line of no no first graders from last year. Their halves weren't in first grade apart from injuries. Isaiah Katoa played SG ball last year. 
I, I love watching these two halves play. They're so, I think they're such a good balance mm. of each other. Like they're, they're, they're just put, and that they're going to improve so much as time goes on. You had um, you and Aiken in your team of the week. I thought he was unreal. Mm. Great game from Aiken. Um, like Asako's playing good footy. You know, he struggled with his consistency. Tessie New scored a hat trick, 230 metres. He was very close to getting my team of the week. And the reason why I chose Paolo over um, Tessie was just because it was a derby and like yep. it was his old club. Uh, and Marcelo, Mon- uh, Marcelo Montoya is, was just a beast. Um, but yeah, Tessie has gone from, you know, a fringe first grader to a, a, like not a, a stalwart, but like a, essentially him and Osako have those wing spots now and it'd be very hard to lose them unless they play really poorly. Yeah, Eddie Lee, Eddie Lee due back this week. Um, <coughs> there's, there's no spots in there. Like you're not dropping no. anyone, are you? No, no way. And then, I mean, even uh, Lemmy, Lemmy Lou, uh, you know, he, he started in the front row. Ran for 134 metres, 40 post contact. No, nah, they put... Uh, yeah, they played him on the edge, Bromwich in Ken, the middle. Yeah, Kenny was at, at lock. Oh, okay. Well, it worked to it, looked good. Well, yeah, I mean, Lemmy Lou, 134 metres on the edge then, 40 post contact, one tackle break, mm. one line break, 30 tackles, two uh, only two misses. Kenny was really good in the middle. He's got that late footwork at the line. So yeah. underrated, Kenny. Yeah, I could have sworn Lemmy Lou was in the middle for a period there, but... Maybe I'm fucking wigging out. Um, do you reckon they'll keep, they'll keep that? You reckon Kenny in the middle there? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, you, depending on what happens with um, Felice Kafusi mm. as well, I, I probably think they will run with that, and unless they move him back and to to, to replace Felice Kafusi. But I, I thought it worked really well. Like when you look at this side, it's essentially all reserve graders last year, except for the Bromwich brothers, Kafusi. And Gilbert. All of them outside of Gilbert, we were really worried about at the end of last season. Yeah. Yep. So I thought, um, Hamiso, I've had a lot of question marks over him at fullback. I just sort of thought, oh, he's he's quick. He's not, he doesn't have the ball playing to him. And he's not ball playing like James Sedesco at the moment or anything like that. But I think you can see week on week it's improving. Yeah. I think it's uh, the, just the efforts that he does, the repeat efforts, getting yeah. involved in games. Like, that was our one question with him. Like, does he get involved enough? Does he take as many runs as he should as, as a fullback? But he's just getting better and better each week. Like, 13 runs for 136 metres. That's that's good. Mm. That's good. Like, uh, and he's going to get more confident. He's going to find himself understanding the flow of the game better the more he plays at fullback. Because even though he's played Origin, like, essentially last year was a write-off for him because he came off the bench most of the year. So he hasn't even really played that much week in, week out first grade um, compared to obviously what he's going to do over the next few years. So, yeah. And the good thing with Hamiso is just like, we're not even close to his ceiling yet. We're really not. Um, Sean O'Sullivan, what, how good has he been? Seriously. Like for a guy that is a, a journeyman, been around a bunch of different clubs, couldn't get a start, comes up here and now they're three for three and you're the seven. Like finally given an opportunity. Oh, it's so good. Has there ever been a better time in the NRL to be a halfback with a heap between your ears? hundred <laughs> percent. And like you look around this competition, the amount of halfbacks that you know, I would say if you put them in a skill tester, they'd go awfully. But they just understand footy. They know mm. how to manage a game. Matters so much. Mm. Now the good thing about the Dolphins is look at the tries they conceded. There's the Tyson Gamble off the kick. Sweet, it happens. Lockie Miller wears off the the. Quick tap. Caught, caught in goal, yeah, yeah, quick tap, whack, whack. That, you know, it happens. It was a mad try. Uh, and what was the other Lockie Miller try? How did, how did he score that one again? Do we remember? 
Oh, I know. Uh, I think Lockie Fitzgibbon went through, maybe hit yeah. the fullback and popped it to him. Mm. So that one you put down to, I suppose, maybe a defensive lapse or an issue there. But, you know, two of the three you could almost put a line through and be like, it's very good defensive display. Yeah. No, absolutely. And now, Isaiah Katoa, once again, like, the game, it's the end of the game, could have just, you know, put the guns away, she's all done, boom, puts in a kick for Jermaine Asako, get some points. Um Yes. He also got, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure it would have been a bit of a shock to him too. Like he he overcooked that kick that Bradman Best caught in the in goals, mm. half a yard, mm. but that might as well be ten metres off in the NRL. And it was a good little lesson for him that you know Bradman Best returns to the twenty metre tap it, and fifteen seconds later he's standing under his post. Just like you can get away in SG ball reserve grade, but getting those things slightly wrong, yeah, really good lessons for him to learn as he goes. Yeah, for sure. I. <coughs> Absolutely love that try mm. and that style of try, and I'm curious to know if clubs train for it at all because I would suspect they probably don't. I've, I could be wrong, but I know it happens in like probably probably not even once a game where you catch it just on your line. The team are pushing through on their chase, and you counter them. But I would have a call that as soon as that happens, you'd call out Tinny or whatever it might mm. be, and you have three to four blokes get in position in a line and just counter tip on, tip on. I think it's so underutilised. Mm. And so I, I don't reckon to be trained for much. And, uh, you know, you might not have that opportunity for three games on the trot, but when it does, you need to be ready to go whack because there's gaps in the line all over the place. Oh, for sure. Well, usually suppo- what's supposed to happen is... is um so the fullback's supposed to be back, like you're talking like a kick return to a degree? When they catch it, like you're saying, Katoa overcooked it by half a metre. Mm. So they caught it in goal and they had that chance. They get the... 20-metre um, restart? The restart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, on kick returns, similar issue situation. Mm. What's supposed to happen is that the wing is supposed to come in, infield close to where the fullback is, and the centres are supposed to hold the paint. Yeah. And you're supposed to create shape on a kick return. Mm. The problem is, is a lot of time, centres are buggered, wingers yeah. are buggered, they just can't yeah, get and, back. And, and that's, the defensive line and the chasers, they're ready for that. They're prepared. Mm. They're not ready for the one that goes just in the end goal. Yeah. yeah. Whack. And yeah. on that play, as Tim said, you have your call. It should be whichever side the ball was kicked to, you tip on down that edge. Yeah. Because mm. that entire edge is chased through. They're never back mm. there. Yeah. There's opportunity there every single time. Such a goer. And like very rarely do they go boom. Like if you've chased through, very rarely do you just go boom straight off your rifle and sprint back to the 20. Mm. Usually you, you jog through and you're like, oh, fuck, it didn't go through. You don't yeah. head straight back to the 20. No, it's. Um, and the beauty of it is that you know your what was your defensive line, they all stay where they are. Mm. They're ready to go. Yeah. They're ready to take them on straight away. Mm. Like worst case, I think you do it. You get a really quick play the ball. Yeah, you're on the front foot with a seven tackle set. I thought um, Donahue or is it Donahue, the yeah. young fella from Newcastle? From Newey. Okay. <laughs> wow. Ouch. I did okay. Like twenty two tackles, no misses. <laughs> Fuck. I'll take that any day of the week as a. Um, not a debutant, but second game in first grade? The, the second first or third, two off the yeah. bench, I think. Yeah, yeah, so second or third game to come on in a, in a match like that, open the match and 22 tackles, zero misses. I mean, that's great. It's so good. Not that it says everything about it, but I didn't know who Donahue was through it. I'd never heard the name. No, n- neither, neither. So it says a lot if you know. haven't heard of him, mate. Yeah. Well, I wasn't trying to say that, but I kind of was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but it, complete credit to him. Yeah. He's done very well. And for, for him to show up there with no first grade reps, really unknown, and in a preseason when you've got, you know, Ray Stone, you've got um, Cody Nicarima in the squad, for Wayne Bennett to go, okay, that's the guy I trust. Yeah. That says a lot. 
Oh, massively. I mean, to start him over Cody Nikarima, yep. like Nikarima's got so many reps on the board. He's been around the block. You can trust him. You know he can play first grade. Just shows you the reps that Wayne must have on uh, Donahue. But, yeah, 22 tackles, zero misses. I'd, as a young fella, that's a good knock. It's a really – like, it's almost like having a try because it's it's tough. It's 22 tackles, zero misses for – he's not that big. It's third game, first game starting. Um, so, yeah, what's interesting is uh, – so Ray Stone only got 26 minutes. I thought that was interesting. Maybe he's just trying to slowly ease his way back into it. Um, or maybe it's because Lemmy, Lemmy Lou was like playing so well that he's gotten more minutes. Um, Tommy Gilbert, outstanding. Do you reckon he'll be back in the origin side this year, Gilbert? He's playing well. Yeah, a lot of mouths to feed in that pack this year for the Maroons, but he's playing well enough to be. I, I thought he was outstanding on the weekend. Yeah, best game for yeah. a while. Maybe best game ever, seriously. He was freaking good. Um, so, yeah, great stuff for the, the Dolphins. Great win. Now uh, on to the Knights. Lockie Miller, two tries, ran for a 212 metres. Um, this is a hard one to judge because, you know, you could sit here and there's two ways to look at it. They were super undermanned and they held in the game or it's like they're so far off the top eight, it's concerning. Um, you know, okay, they were missing. They were missing KP for sure. They were missing Braley. But they still had Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings, who aren't like I know Gamble is a fringe first grader, but he's not terrible. Like he's played first grade. He's won matches in first grade. Um, then you look at their forward pack: Saifidi, Jack Hetherington. I mean, their back line is good. Lockie Miller, Hunt, Gagai, Best, Young. So like, although they were undermanned to a degree, I don't really think they were that. Yes, they're missing their main guys in Braley and Ponga for sure. And look, if this was just like a one-off game where they struggled or whatever, but when you add it into the situation the current the club's in to leak 36 points, it's like at home in the first game against a team that, like put it this way, if you wanted to make the excuse they're undermanned, well, Dolphins are currently playing with a team essentially of reserve graders. Yeah. Mm. Yep. They're all first graders now. And so... I don't know. I think it's going to be – it's looking like a tough year for the Knights. Certainly is, you know, and you throw um, Adam Elliott on top of that. Oh, I think that he should be in that conversation with, with KP and Braley as well. I think he's going to be a really key guy for them. So they are under man, but you're at home at Newcastle. The performance they put on the week before with 14 players was mm. better than what, what, what they <clears throat> put up there in the weekend. And, look, I thought they had opportunities that they just weren't able to ice as well. They had a few that I thought – there was one where Bradman Best – Dropped the ball over the line. There was one that Dominic Young got up in the air, and he, I, I personally think he should have scored that for all money. So there was opportunities there, but they, they just can't afford to miss half chances. Well, but like people say they're missing people, but look at this squad. Like this is their back line. So this is the Dolphins: Hamiso, Asako, Atkin, Lee, Nu. This is Knights: Miller, Hunt, Gagai, Best, Young. So mm. they're about the same, at at worst. Then you go in the halves. Tyson Gamble, Jackson Hastings in the halves here. Sean O'Sullivan, Isaiah Katoa. Then you go in the forwards. Saifidi, origin forward against Bromwich. At nine, you've got a rookie that started Donahue versus Phoenix Croxon. Phoenix Croxon's been in there. Like, so when you go through the squad, like, were they undermanned in regards to like comparatively speaking? They're not, they're not going up against the Penrith Panthers at a full strength. Mm. Yeah, and when you compare it on paper, I understand where you come from, but like we know what the Newcastle Knights are like. They've got 
they're like a cake, but without KP, they've got no icing, and they need that. They just they. And I, as I said, I agree with you on paper. They, they, it shouldn't be that much of a spread, but we know what Newcastle like. If KP doesn't play well, they don't win. I know, but like KP's not getting, not stopping thirty six points from getting put through. Like thirty six points. Like fair enough if they didn't have the points in them and and you know whatever, but they <coughs> had thirty six points scored against them. Yeah, yeah. But he does like he does turn momentum for this night side when they get on the front foot. Oh, there's no there's no denying that. But like they're not they're against a team that was reserve like a bunch of reserve graders last year. They're not against a a team that's like full of Penrith like. Mm. I I think it's a poor loss for the Knights. I think it's a poor loss at home first game. Yeah, no, I I I don't disagree with you, but I, I don't think there is an argument that they are obviously missing key guys, and they they struggle without those guys. There, it's a shit show. So. Well, so so Dolphins were missing Jared Wallace. Yep. And Jerry Marshall King. Yep. And they were missing Jason Braley and um, Kalen Ponga. Adam Elliott, Jacob Saifidi. You'd say I I don't know if I'm not convinced yet. Adam Elliott's a key player because like he hasn't I haven't really seen him do much there. I, I yeah I disagree. I think this is a poor poor loss. Like they're missing players, but they're playing against a team that's full of reserve. Grade. What do you reckon, Timmy? <coughs> yeah, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the Knights a bit of slack in this one. Mm. They came off such a gut buster against the Tigers. We said so got down to 14 blokes. It was just. They had to really get in the dogfight for that one, and they did. Had more casualties included in there. Tyson Frizzell uh, as well. I just think... I think they would have been very wounded from last week and a very understrength roster. They actually led the game up until about 56 minutes. They were up 18-16, and I think those last 20 minutes it just really showed, and, and last week's game took its toll on them. I think they were gassed. So, look, they're not going to come out of it happy, but I think there are, there's genuine excuses in this one. Asaka got that late double, two in the last five minutes. Um, yeah, I don't think it was certainly as bad as the scoreline looked, and I'm willing to yeah, give them a, cut them a few excuses the night. That's the other factor to consider that, you know, in the last five minutes, yes, the Dolphins lost a player, but the Knights lost Jackson as well. So all of a sudden they're out there with Tyson Gamble running the entire show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which I think is definitely worth considering because I mean, without all the other guys meeting without Jackson, they've got no direction at all. You got a halfback mm. playing hooker. It's Tyson Gamble a five eight. Yeah, I, I just I think it's disappointing. I really do. I, when I don't you, disagree. I've said it a few times. Can, I think it was disappointing. But I when think you compare those two rosters, it. when you compare those two rosters, if you going into games going thinking about all the players you didn't have, then you're thinking about the wrong things. Like that roster that the Knights have is definitely good enough to. Not lose, not let thirty six points in. In my opinion, I I, I, I think That's it's fair. disappointing. Yeah. It's you know, what have we been sitting here talking about the Dolphins? Like game one against the Roosters, and a lot of people attribute it to emotion. So let's say let's just assume it is from emotion. Like this is the first game back at Newey. Like I yep. I just thirty six points, even if it was in the last ten minutes and rah rah. Like they showed gallant effort for sure. Like there's no denying they had a red hot crack, but I just think. Disappointing. Uh, when you compare those two rosters, it should have been a, a tight, a tight match. At least finished tightly. But to, yeah, the thirty-six twenty, especially after the Dolphins lost Kofusi for ten minutes, it's just like, unfortunately, I, yeah, I, I know they're missing players, but I still, I still consider that roster on paper 
as good as the Dolphins roster on paper. And so like if you wanted a, a gauge of like where you would hope the Knights would be, it would be where the Dolphins are. Like playing with a roster that's not so not so good on paper, killing it, you know, showing grit, showing determination, rah rah, like that's where you would hope the Knights are, but unfortunately they're not. They're just yeah. Would you uh would you bring Greg Marshall into this side? Oh man. Well, it's where would you put him really? I'm a hunt, decent. The problem with Marshall is obviously his defensive reads and like Dom Young, for all his upside in attack, you know, he made six errors on the weekend. Um He made six errors. Six errors. Who did? Dom Young. Oh, Dom, Dom Young, yeah. Yeah. And so when I see stuff like that, I'm like, that's you know, that's not roster. That's just like Marshu, no one try in Cup on the weekend, one try, 235 run metres, two line breaks, one try assist, eight tackle breaks. Any errors? Well, the problem with Marshu, though, he's been doing that. One error. That's right, cool. He's been doing that in uh, New South Wales Q Cup for ages. Like, he was uh, at the Eels for a while, I think, and couldn't get a crack. Yep. Um, Look, I like Marshu in attack. I think he's, we've spoken about how on his, if he can sort out his defence, he's arguably the best attacking ball running winger in the competition. Um, but I don't know. Did you did you feel Heimel Hunt played? Oh, I don't think Heimel Hunt played terribly or anything. But I just think that Marshu gives you a little bit something extra. Like whilst they don't have these other guys, I just think fuck. I, I think I would rather if I'm playing Newcastle, I think I'd be more worried about marking up against Greg Marshu than Heimel Hunt. Yeah. See, I, I, if I was the Knights, I'd be going purely picking purely on defence. Defence. Yeah. Because you leaked thirty six points. Mm. Um, that's what I'll be looking at. I've got a got an unpopular opinion for for mainly Knights fans, mm. but I'm going to go into bat for Lockie Fitzgibbons. He cops every Knights fan I talk to, who, granted, watch obviously Knights games a lot closer than I do. They just blast the poor bugger all the time and just reckon he's no good. And there be some Knights fans out there who who might uh, sit with me a little bit, but I don't know. Like he's played 101 NRL games. He scored 29 tries. To start this season, there was a bit of talk of him coming in uh, injured. Scored in the first two rounds with great lines. Had a really good try assist with another great line for Lockie Miller this week. Now, I'm not saying he's a superstar or any of that thing, but just all the Knights fans, because his old boy is real high up with a mob who sponsored the Knights. So I think people straight away go, oh, you know, he gets the luxury of being in the side for that. Um, I don't know. I I don't mind Lockie Fitzgibbons. and I, I think he's been really good this year in a tough start to the season. Yeah, well, in the first trial, I actually thought Jack Johns played better than him. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, Lockie Fitzgibbon, he's probably playing. I'm not sure about career best because I don't, you know, I'm sure Knights fans watch closer. I think he's been solid. He's been solid. Um, also, I think Matt Croker's been quite solid when he's come off the bench. Um, Matt Croker's in an interesting spot. Like, I, I, I really do think he impacts games when he comes on. They need to find a spot for yeah, him. Yeah, they need to find yeah. a spot for him because I think he's, he is quite good. In I believe he's he injured the first two weeks, so yeah. hopefully suspended. Yeah. So hopefully there is a spot for him. Yeah, because I, I I think that he he offers like just a bit of a point of difference in that forward pack. He's quite he's mobile to a degree. He's got an offload. Um, he seems to like communicate quite a lot with his halves and try and set things up. But yeah, there was there was one moment for me that that was really concerning from the Knights camp. You know, and I said they were sort of fatigued and battling a little bit, but. It was I'm trying to think who scored the try, but there was a kick to Dom Young, and he knocked it on, and, and they scooped up and scored in the corner. It might have been Tessie New. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. It might have been Tessie New, and put it down, and there was just 
Outside of the two blokes contesting the ball and maybe the centre, there was just no one within Cooey. Mm. And the sign of a good sort of, I shouldn't say United club, but a good side that are you know, putting in the one percenters is they scramble and get around the ball. There was no one near it. Mm. They sort of picked it up and went, all right, who wants it? Who, well, who wants to dive over the line? But that's, that's what the Dolphins are doing. Mm. Like, if you wanted to polar opposites of, of clubs that are in a good space, Dolphins and Knights are a perfect example. Like, on, on paper... You've got two sides that essentially, in my opinion, are the same on paper. You've got one scoring 36 points and it's three in a row. You've got another one who, you know, ground out a gutsy as performance last. There's no denying it was gutsy as anything. But the Tigers were absolutely, you know, really poor. And then they lost to the Warriors in round one. Now, look, maybe Warriors are playing better than we thought they were and we've got to give them credit. But I don't know, man. I just... I just think there's just that intensity that we've been talking about in the off-season missing for the Knights. They don't hunt as a pack the way the Dolphins do. Um, like, even the Dragons, for example. Like, I thought for 70 minutes of that game against the Broncos, they were like they did what they were supposed to do as a Dragons side. Obviously, that last 10 minutes was a blowout. But I think, you know, yeah. it's The Knights, it's just... Uh, it's tough. It's tough. There was, um, sorry, going back to the um, Dolphins quickly, there was a tackle I forgot to mention that Sean O'Sullivan made on mm. Lockie Miller where they made a break down the right side. He threw it back in and Miller was gone for all money. And Sean O'Sullivan, who I would probably argue is the slowest halfback in the competition, he worked his... <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's respectfully, he's one of the smartest between the ears mm. seemingly, so you can't have it all. But he worked his ass off to get there to make that tackle on yep. Miller. It was a really good effort and it was a... Um, a, a real sort of game-breaking moment, I thought. Mm. Yeah, so hopefully Knights can bounce back. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the news is on Brayley. I, I doubt Ponga will be back, back next week, um, but it'll be interesting to see whether Brayley is back next week because he definitely does shore up that middle for him quite a bit. You'd have to think at some point this week there's going to be a round table with KP and everyone else, and fuck, it could be one of the most important meetings of <sighs> clubs' history. The clubs wrapped around... Ponga, like he's the main guy for yeah. them and going forward. It's uh, I feel so sorry for Adam O'Brien. Like in the start of a year where you know his job's clearly being talked about. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fair enough if he has a fit roster that... And he doesn't get the job done and you go, okay, well, you had your chance and, and whatever. But, like, you in games like this, I wish that we saw a bit better defensive resolve, especially the last 10 minutes. But, like, at the same time, losing Braley, losing Ponga, how can you expect him to win enough games to make the eight when... Yeah. So it's... I don't know what they do with Brian. I feel, as I said, look, he's been there for a while now, so he's had opportunities to bring it all together, but... At the same time, pretty unlucky, the poor fellow. And that's why I do feel sorry for him that, you know, he moved KP and, yes, he got concussed. But you've got to remember, three weeks before the start of the season, he had an injury as well. So he missed the start of the preseason. They had a fullback who's played, what, 10 games of first grade who arrived mm. three weeks before the season started. Adam Elliott had his groin injury. They wanted him to play in the 13 role. So he's part of your spine. He missed most of the preseason, then lasted 20 minutes of the first game and was injured. 
it, it hasn't been easy for them. Oh no, it, it definitely hasn't been easy. Yeah. I just, you just, you would hope that by this year, there would be like some identity that even whoever comes through, it's like, look at the Dolphins, like look at the identity they're already yep. building. It's like this gritty, tough, just just refuse mm. to fucking like Whenever you, you hear like uh, Joey and Maddie talk about the old Newcastle Knights, their, their <laughs> motto was just show a jersey all yep. the time. And, you know, I watched Cody Nicarima score that try from Dummy Half the other night and just thought that would have oh, never happened God. at Newcastle. Oh, and see that when I see stuff like that, it's like, that's not personnel. It's not, it really isn't like, unfortunately. So hopefully they can bounce back. I... I have a soft spot for the Knights, I really do. Maybe it's the Joey uh, nostalgia, but I've got a soft spot. Hopefully they can bounce back. I think they got the Raiders next week. Look, it's a winnable game. Like, yeah, they're missing people, but the Raiders weren't bloody outstanding last week. Raiders in Newcastle. Yep. It's winnable. So it's very winnable. You know what? Harbor. I reckon this will give us a really good gauge as to, like, not who's more right in regards to how disappointing, but where they're really at. Like, are they more towards me where I'm going, I'm super disappointed, whoever wears that jersey shouldn't be leaking at 36 points? Or was it they were fatigued from last week, they were missing KP, it's going to take some time for them to adjust to the new people that are in there? Um, I, I personally don't think a stack changes unless KP's on the field. Yeah. I think they really lack that X factor. Yo, ouch. Like, at the end of the day, you buy Jackson Hastings to get the best out of KP. Mm. But surely, like, surely there's other ways to... Navigate, you know. It's I reckon if they had a Wayne, they probably could. But I'm not sure if Adam O'Brien's the guy to be able to overcome all these things. Yeah, tough, as tough as it is. It's so. Oh man. And there's a lot of coaches that wouldn't be able to overcome what they're going through at the moment. Yeah. I think. Well, we've seen time and time again. There's four really good coaches, and then some join them. But really, the rest is just getting tuned through. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 